the icons of real estate podcast. Are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents? Ready to skyrocket your business? This podcast is for you. Tune in every week with your host, Tomasz Fonseca, and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business. From $3 million to $30 million in just 12 months. Brought to you by the Masters in Real Estate Marketing, Ardor SEO. Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. Our guest today is Scott Smith, founder of Royal Legal Solutions. Scott actually helps real estate investors avoid some of the pitfalls we encounter in real estate and has become a one-stop shop for real estate investors. Now, before he founded Royal Legal Solutions, Scott was an aggressive litigator that battled major insurance companies. So that's something I think we, we could all appreciate. And he knows firsthand the tactics that plaintiffs and attorneys use in lawsuits. He's also a host of his own podcast. Now, Scott, welcome to the show. Welcome, Scott Royal Smith. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tim. Yeah, great to be here, man. Well, yeah, my name, my middle name actually is Royal. All right, it's great. Royal Legal Solutions. Yeah, yeah. we're not going to have that middle name conversation, are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I mean, it's just such a pleasure to be here today. I mean, I, I understand that like a lot of the group that we have here are real estate investors and agents that are looking to become real estate investors. And um, I, I'm happy to go anywhere you want in this conversation because we can talk everything from how like insurance, tax, asset protection, investing, how do they all relate together and what the company that I built over the last nine years to help 2000 people go right. through these processes to accelerate their path to wealth. Anything we need to know, man, I'm going to open book for you today, bud. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Uh, let's go ahead and start at the beginning, right? I mean, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about you know, where you started uh, as a litigator and then how that evolved into uh, your entrepreneurship and what you know you and I have talked about how you've grown over the over the past years but start with uh yeah. the beginning man it I actually bought my first property and business when I was in law school it's a transmission and auto repair shop we bought it for ten thousand dollars for the back taxes and we rehabbed the building and then flipped the business to be able to graduate from law school without without any debt wow. so that's really why I fell in love with real estate and then I was suing major insurance companies um, whenever they get high dollar claims, insurance companies will almost always deny those claims as just a, a part of policy, right? I mean, the profits right. in corporations, their businesses, you know, collect premiums to my coverage. So our firm would sue them. Um, and that's where I got to learn about the limitations of insurance. And because I, I had previously believed like, oh, if I just have enough insurance and a good umbrella policy, like I'm fine. Right. And, and right. I was in law school, actually, that's what everybody even told me, you know, like, oh, don't worry about it. It wasn't until like I really, um, you know, really started to get a significant number of assets in real estate because that's all I did with all the money I made from working my day job was like, I was just doing deals. Like how many pieces of real estate can I get into? Um, eventually I was making more money in real estate than I was being an attorney. So I actually left law. I left, right. I left practicing as an attorney, um, but I ran into new problems, right? So I ran into problems around like, well, how can I, I don't like the fact that all my assets are exposed on the public record and people just down the street know like what's the full extent of my assets right. where they're all at how much they're worth how much i owe on them i was like that makes me uncomfortable it makes me uncomfortable that people know like what are all my companies are that i have right. up they could just search the secretary of state and find all that um and and this is where i started to look into like well if it's not just insurance what else can i be doing to make myself bulletproof to lawsuits because i knew that when i from way back in the day right the first two rules of investing from warren buffett are don't lose money 
right? It's like, how do you keep everything that you make, right? And one of the major ways that you can lose that I knew from my litigation experience, you can lose everything if you have it in your own name. I I even had a friend of mine who lost over $3 million from a single lawsuit and he was really well insured. I mean, he had umbrella policies, everything. What he didn't know was that insurance policies only protect you against accidents. And he was doing a different deal that had a contract in that contract um, that they, the other side did some shady stuff. And so he's like, oh, I'm pulling out of this contract. Wow. And he's like, go, well, I'm fine or whatever. Well, boom, they ended up suing him. And he goes to the insurance company. He's like, dude, they're suing you for breach of contract. Wow. Your insurance doesn't ever protect you from breach of contract or fraud. It doesn't protect you if there's um, usually high dollar claims because they'll just deny coverage, leaving you having to like sue your own insurance company to get paid. This is what happens in every major natural disaster, like Hurricane Katrina, whatever. You'll see right, right. on the news, right? Their first thing is like, we deny all the coverage. And that's where it started to open up my eyes, being like, oh my God, there's this whole world out there that I need to focus on now because I'm starting to get some serious assets here that I'm going to be really sad if they get taken away. Sure. And I was holding them all in my personal name. And I was like, oh, because I I thought I had to for financing. I didn't realize I didn't have to, right? Right. That there was ways for me to do, to get all the protection and and do everything. And that's why I spent a full year just studying that, reading all the books, talking to all the professionals from my own networks and starting to develop what the systems were that come together for like long-term wealth building through real estate investing that leverages the, the best of the legal, the best of the tax, the best of the insurance, and then trying to tie it all together. And that's what Royal Legal Solutions it's it's a company that systematized wealth building through real estate and all of the different legs that have to come together for it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you had mentioned, you know, and, and I'm not here to to bash the insurance companies at all, uh, but but I do know I live in Southeast Florida, right? Uh, I do know that in the past, insurance companies. I mean, you know, they're they're in the business of mitigating their losses, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's the the corporations. I mean, that's their job, right? I can't fault somebody for doing their job. Exactly. They're supposed to make profits, right? Right. I think it's our job though, to be smart enough to know like, great, I want insurance to be my best first line of defense. It's the cheapest thing I can do that has the maximum amount of protection. It gives me opportunities for somebody else to have to like, have to pay for stuff and have to just handle problems for me. But that gets me like 90% protected. But if I want to go from 90 to 100, I need to use LLC structures. And how can I use LLC structures to make sure I lose little to nothing that if I'm ever sued, I don't have to care about it and I can sleep easy at night. I mean, that's, in my mind, that's where we should all be looking for is like, what's, don't ever just trust somebody, right? Like put together the layers of protection that you can afford. Well, here's another crazy thing, Tim. A lot of people tell me, listen, Scott, I'm an honest guy. I run an honest business. And whatever. And I was like, great. Do you know how many honest people that I represented right. when they were getting sued? Sure. All of them were. Because guess what? The number one thing in litigation is everybody lies. Right. They all lie about all the things that you did. And so then you're left there being like, well, how could they lie about me? And it's like, well, that's just the way that the game is set up. Right. Right. And that's what the attorneys are trying to encourage the people to do. I mean, there's just there's the only way that I've been able to to successfully think through how do you do this is to say, you can't make it where people can't sue you because they're just going to lie about it. But what can you do? You have a really strategically placed umbrella insurance policies with like one to $5 million in coverage. Then what you do is you layer on LLC structuring, typically you're going to use like a series LLC. So you can form one company and you can infinitely expand the number of assets that you have underneath that series LLC to make it where that if they sue you, they can only get after one asset. They can't go after any of the other assets that you have. 
if they sue you personally, you don't own anything because your series LLC owns everything. And ultimately like what you do and I'll, I'll, we'll get through in the details in here too, but just to give you the punchline. You've already got me chomping at the bit, man. I know. Okay. okay, Wait a minute. Let me get my pen. let, let me impact this for you real quick. I'm telling you, man, if anybody's like, you should grab a pen right now. If you guys right. want to pull over, grab, grab a pen. pen. Because Everybody grab. People Unless listen to my driving. episodes two, Unless three times. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Maybe listen to it at home, right? But people right. will typically listen to these episodes two or three times. Sure. Um, and because th- ultimately at the end of the day, we're, what you really want, if you really want to make sure that like whatever the stuff I'm making, I'm keeping, right, is, is you need three Three things. One, you got to get all the assets out of your personal name. Nobody that rich owns assets in their personal name. But you are risky. You're going to get into car accidents. You're going to say stupid things and emails, text messages to people, et cetera. All those are liability. Rich people don't own things. They have LLCs that own things. It's not about owning. It's about controlling. You want to own the LLC and then you control the LLC that owns the asset. Second thing you want to do is, is make sure that you own all of your assets and all of your entities anonymously. Why? Because when I look to go sue somebody, I don't actually sue any people anymore, right? But let's say I was a litigator looking to go sue people. Well, the first thing I do is say like, well, what are we going to get if we win the lawsuit? If it looks like this guy qualifies for food stamps, why in the hell am I going to sue Tim? Right. Because we're not going to get anything. So it's right. like, wow, this, when they look to sue you, it's like, well, they don't own anything. They look like a bad target to sue. That gets rid of most all of the lawsuits, but we still have about a lawsuit a month that will come in through Royal Legal Solutions that I defend wow. uh, for the clients in conjunction with their local counsel. And we will also defeat the lawsuits because we've done the tactical compartmentalization of each of the assets and we've stripped almost all the assets out of the client's name. So what does that mean? That means that even if they win the lawsuit, they're getting nothing if they're suing the client or barely anything if they're suing the client, maybe just like what they have in their checking account for like their month to month, which is not enough money to to, to recover, to make a lawsuit right. make sense. And if they go against the asset, almost always they're going in as an asset that has debt on it. There's not a lot of equity like in place to it. Um, and that then that's the extent of what they can do to is a single asset. So then the business of the lawsuit doesn't make sense. So either it's, I don't think this guy has assets, so he's not worth pursuing. So we don't want to spend the $10,000 to $25,000 to go through a lawsuit that we don't know what we can actually get at the end of the day. Yeah. Makes it unsure. And then number two, even if they do go through the whole lawsuit, they can still only recover so small that you're like, great. Well, they took one house, right? Like, is that catastrophic? No. Does it suck? Yes. But you're like totally okay. You're not in the position you are right now is if you want all the assets in your personal name, they're putting you in a position where you'll lose everything that you own. Right. Which, what does that mean? That means that you feel like the world is coming to an end. Your life is totally paralyzed until the lawsuits gets resolved because you're under attack. And then ultimately it means that you're paying out a high dollar settlement to get them to go away. When if you have all of the protection and you're smart, and sophisticated about the way you do the things proactively, you right. make it so that the business of the lawsuit doesn't make sense to come after you. Right. And then what they do is, is they just go after the next guy. Right. You, and all you, you have to do it, is just be stronger than the next guy. That's it. Right. Just make it exhaustive, you know, to that, that's it. It's a time yeah. and money game, right? You Not. make it too expensive and it takes too long. And then there's somebody else that's easier to go after. And then they just go after that guy instead I'm- of you. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a topic that's that's been around for a while. It's kind of weird, and and the only reason is is I went to uh, I went to this law firm seminar, uh, and it's more about digital, but it, I I think we can draw corollaries into real estate, and it and it's a term that's relatively new, but it's been around. It's trolling, right? The 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 term trolling, 
And when you tell me these stories, Scott, when I'm when I'm listening to you, Scott, I keep thinking about this seminar I went to about people trolling for lawsuits, right? And coming after uh, companies for, for, for no apparent reason other than reading their website and to determ in determining what they did. And they had a system in place, right? They had a system in place to file suit uh, for as cost effective as they could. And it was how to protect from these from these baiters basically is is that is that a thing in real estate i mean is yeah. that well think about out there like, that that's a yeah, business let's say that, yeah think about like grandma that slips and falls one of your properties that you have sure. on your personal name right right the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to go to your insurance company and your insurance company is going to look at the claim and they're going to say well great if it's a low dollar claim the insurance companies will always just negotiate that with grandma or whatever right right the problem is it's like what happens if there's a bad accident Right. Yeah. What happens if there's mold on the property? Right. Well, then what the insurance company says is either it was, you know, some type of environmental hazard, which isn't covered by your policy, or they say that, hey, that staircase, you should have known that it was right. effective. And because you should have known it's effective, we're not going to cover the claim. It's called gross negligence. No policy right. covers gross negligence. Who gets to determine whether it's gross negligence or not? The insurance company. The insurance company right. Yeah. So the insurance company actually holds all the power to say, well, we're either going to cover it or we're not going to cover it in that scenario. Right. So if they say we're not going to cover it, then what happens? Then grandma has to go to an attorney and then like that attorney says, well, if we sue, what can we get? So you got hurt on this property. If they see the property is actually owned in the name of Tim Calloway, right? right. We'll say, well, cool. Well, let's go find all the other companies and properties right. that are located or connected to Tim Calloway because they're all owned by you personally. And right. when they sue... Now they say, great, now I can go after, after all of his stuff in one big bucket. So there's a big jackpot that they're right. able to get to. And so by segmenting one, by saying, well, I got her on this property, who owns this property? When it's held anonymously behind a trust with the face of a law firm, right. they have no idea who owns the company, right? It's a anonymous entity that comes in ownership. And then they say, well, what happens if they sue anyway? Well, now that, LL, that there's an LLC or a series LLC, which compartmentalizes that property that says, hey, you can only ever go after this one property. You're right. never going to, you can't go after any of the other properties and you can't go after Tim, right? Right. Intimate, right? And so what that means is that the, the attorney that grandma was talking to all of a sudden says, man, this is going to be really expensive. It, it looks like there's a lot of proactive thought put into the protection structures that are in place because the First thing they're seeing is, holy shit, this looks advanced. And there's another law that's involved right. at the very outset of this. And they get this, they they get the impression of being like, whoa, this is not a case that we're going to be making easy money on, right? Right. And so maybe this is a case that we actually don't want to take. Unless grandma, do you want to pay us $25,000 for us to kind of try to see what we can do? And guess what? You know, these the average person doesn't have $25,000, dollars right. in cash to give to an attorney and be like, I hope it works. No, right. no. Those attorneys always get paid on commission. And when you're getting paid on commission, what do you need? You need to get paid because right. you have your own overhead. So right. you'll say, I only take the cases I know I can win and make money on because I got to pay my secretary. I got to pay my office. I got to pay for my kid's tuition, right? right? So you're just making it so that the business of what happens inside of the psychology of a litigator says this business, whole thing in this business doesn't make sense. And that the farther they go in the litigation, the more information they find out that makes it a worse and worse situation for them. Yeah. You just, you just want to, you just want to quash that discovery on their part. And like you said earlier, move on, 
you know, move yeah, on. Get, go to the next guy. You know, you're right. not going to somebody out there that anything. hasn't called Scott yet. So <laughs> they're you see it. All you got to do is search MLS or like datatree.com. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's what we do as part of like an intake process with some of our clients are like, well, what's the extent of what you can find out about me? I was like, I can find out every property you own under a minute. Yeah. I can use sure. databases like datatree.com. I can plug in your name. That's going to pull every address of every property you own or have owned in the past. Um, and, and then it's going to tell me everything, where they're located, how much money you own, so I can know like how much money I can get if yeah. you were to get sued, right? It right. tells you how big the jackpot's going to be. Know all about right? your nest egg, buddy. Yeah. That's it, dude. For and that's sure. the, that's the number one thing. So, get off. so the anonymity stops the lawsuit because it hides the asset. And if they continue with the lawsuit anyway, the separation of each asset makes it where the recovery is so small. And that's that second piece of bad news they get in the litigation that makes them go like, whoa, we're just going to stop everything right now. My experience right. is 100% of my lawsuits get stopped because of that, because right. they're like, ah, this doesn't make sense anymore. So tell me about, you know, there, there's such a large part of the population that is is moving into retirement, Right. Uh, call them the boomers, you know, baby boomers or whoever they might be. Uh, and a lot of them, I, I get the question all the time because I talk to real estate professionals or people in the real estate world every day, all day. And a lot of them are like, well, where should I do that? Where, how should I do this? How should I do that? How should I do this? Are you seeing, um, it, it, there's a lot of novices out there. You know, um, there's a lot of novices that, are, that get into, hey, uh, you know, I'm getting into the to the uh, apartment. I want I want to be a landlord, right? I want to buy this uh, sub 100 unit, which seems to be that cutoff of where you know Mr. and Mrs. Your you know Mr. and Mrs. Jones want to run a place, say maybe sub 100 units, and they're 65 and they've got this big nest egg and they've used that as collateralized from their IRA or or their or their 401k right. they rolled over and. They, they run it and they self-run it, you know, I mean, they don't hire a property manager and all those things. What what do you prescribe to that person or that couple? You know, what's the prescription there for, for them when they come to you? You know, uh, what are you saying to them? Yeah, I mean, really, it's uh, it doesn't matter what you're into, whether you're making syndication investments, multifamily, right. single family, commercial, uh, land, right? Um all, all of these things offer, offer up like a really basic principle. And the really basic principle of it is that you personally should never own any assets, right? That you should have a, a completely separate asset holding company um, where that asset holding company is either a Delaware, Texas, Nevada, or Wyoming holding company. Um, that Those holding companies can own assets in other LLCs in all the different states, but that's your primary uh, asset holding company because it has something that's called charging order protection, which is unique to those states. They have the strongest charging order protection. With states that have like really weak charging order protection, like California, for example, you can sue the individual and take their membership interest inside of their LLC, right? right? So without charging order protection, you're still super vulnerable. So what you have to do is establish LLC in one of those four states as your primary asset holding company. And what that means is anybody sues you, they can't get to any of those assets. Inside of the asset holding company, you got to compartmentalize each asset, which either means you're establishing more LLCs underneath the parent company formed in Delaware, Texas, Nevada, or Wyoming, or you're using like a Texas or Wyoming series LLC that can accomplish both of those functions and allow you infinite scalability for free. 
right? Which is why I love series LLCs. They don't work for um, five plus units, uh, multifamily or commercial because of lending issues, but you can use hybrid approaches if you have like some single family and some um, uh, commercial properties, et cetera. But the nuts and bolts of it is you have you, you have an asset holding company with a parent established in Delaware, Texas, Nevada, Wyoming. It's going to have subsidiary entities underneath to compartmentalize each asset. And then completely separate from that, holding company, you would have a standalone LLC, which is your property management company, signing leases, hiring contractors, et cetera. So you end up with like three entities, one of them being right. you. There's you individually, there's a completely separate asset holding company, and there's a completely separate operating company. You will always do business in the name of the operating company. Why? Because that's the one we want people to sue. Right. The person that signed the leases ah, or signed the contracts, gotcha. that's the one we want everybody to sue. So it's doing all of the business. It's the one that's sending all the emails, right? Which is just like have an email letter at the bottom yeah. of like, hey, this is from this company. I just happen to be like a, a principal or an agent or a person in the company. Right. And what that means is, is that company now is the one that gets sued. And when that company gets sued, guess what we do? We shut down that company and start a new one. That company had no assets. We can form a new company the next day and you're never out of business. Well, then what happens with all the assets? Remember, we have that a completely separate right. asset holding company. Right. That one never talked to anybody or never did anything with anybody. Right? right. So what that means is there's no lawsuits they can maintain against the asset holding company unless it's like directly tied to one of the individual assets. So in wow. most all circumstances, people are suing you for things you said to them or agreements you made. Those are fraud or breach of contract that all hit the operating company. Grandma falls to the stairs on one of your properties. Right. There's nothing you can do against that. She's going to sue whoever the property owner is. Great. That's why we compartmentalize it. Right. Lastly, we say, well, what about you? Why can't you be the person that signs the leases? Why can't you be the person that hires the contractors? And the reason why you should never do business in your personal name is because you have an asset that's tied to you and it's called your credit score. Sure. And if people sue you personally, your credit score goes down, which is your access to capital to be able to acquire more assets and otherwise yeah. run your business. So if you use an operating company, you get a twofer. One, you protect your personal credit score and you're also building a business line of credit by seasoning your operating company. And after about a year and a half to two years, you're going to be able to double your access to capital by mm -hmm. having an operating company. So not only does it protect you, it's also building a legacy asset called an additional line of credit. You're protecting your personal line of credit. All the money that you're making, you're pushing into an asset holding company, which holds all your assets which nobody touches or nobody does anything with. So no matter how you get sued and what happens in your life, your core assets are always protected, right? Your different, your right. credit scores, your, your underlying assets for any of your properties, your cash or brokerage accounts, your syndication investments, whatever the case may be. Gotcha. I feel so, I feel so smart now. We've only been talking for like a minute here, man. I got like 2000 hours of videos, 11 eBooks and courses and weekly coaching. That tell we me do about it. Stuff. Tell me, tell me about the, the coaching. Tell me about the courses. What do you offer and, and where can they get it? Yeah. I mean, everything that we do is, is off of royallegalsolutions.com. When you click okay. the get a price at the top of the page and then fill out the quiz that we have, that's how all our relationships start because sure. we actually have too much content, right? We have, I have 2,000 hours of videos. I have 11 eBooks. We're pushing out new content every week on side of our, our weekly group coaching calls where we're bringing in outside experts, people right. that have deals that they want to invest in, et cetera. 
And so what we found out is that the number one way that, to help people is to say, one, just make a connection with us. And there's no cost to make a connection because we want it to be um, as transparent and open as possible. Uh, here's how everything works and you can have all the information, no hide the ball, right? Then off of, once people say, cool, well, I actually like that relationship. We say, great, well, we actually need to know something about you to know what of all the information that we have in education we have, what is it's going to be helpful for the other 2,000 people right. that we've helped that are just like in your situation, go into where you want to go. What are the things that are actually helpful for them? So by filling out that 20-question quiz, that lets us know all of the basic information for us to say, great, out of the 2,000 hours of videos and all these eBooks, we got like, here's one to two hours of study. That's going to be yeah. perfect for exactly what you're trying to do next. You're granulating then, it for that one. Yeah, granulating exactly, it for that person. Yeah. Exactly. And then you say, well, great. Well, I, I get it. I got all the education now, Scott. Like, I get it. You're making it where it's super easy for me to learn exactly what I need to do next. And you've also explained to me the big picture of where am I growing into the next five, 10 years from my, you know, maybe quarter million net worth to my 5 million net worth and how would that go? Through? Right. But I'm not really feeling like a hundred percent confident with what that looks like. And so then we have two options. One option is to go ahead and start that process of saying like, Hey, I know I'm, I know I'm in the, I know I'm in it to win it on wealth right. building, using my real estate, my businesses. Great. Well, let's start giving you like meetings with our individual experts and specialists from like the tax side, the asset protection side and the insurance side. Some other people are like, you know, I want to learn more. I want to kind of feel things out a bit. And we say, great. That's the perfect place to do is either to watch like our old training courses that mm -hmm. we have from our weekly coaching or join right. in with the Royal Legal Solutions community members that actually are clients of Royal Legal Solutions and start talking to them about the, what the experience is like working with us, start learning from the kinds of questions they have and see like, hey, do you fit? You know, like, do you feel like this is a, a community of, with friends that you can hang out with and make money and right. learn a bunch from and professionalize the way that you're building your wealth out? And it all just starts, honestly, man, it all just starts with going to royallegalsolutions.com, clicking the get Perfect. a price at the top of the page and filling out so the quiz easy. because that's yeah. it. It's so easy. So easy. I, that's it. So what do you, where do you, as an entrepreneur now, you know, take off, take off the legalese hat, Put the entrepreneur hat on. Done. <laughs> where do you uh, where do you see Royal Legal Solutions growth over the next five years? I want to help five thousand people get to financial wow. freedom over the next five years. Wow. Right. So what that means is that we have to do an exceptionally good job at dialing in who people are, where they're going to, what's the appropriate education they need. We need to give that to everybody for free. And then we only need to charge people when we're actually helping them build and implement the pieces. And I feel like if we can do that, um, because in the past when we've done this process, what we found is that we're able to take people's timelines, horizons from like, hey, I can retire in 15 years. Right. Right. And we're saying and by going through the process with our our our, our expert meetings that we do we're able to get those timelines down to like five years, four years, wow. right? Just by being a lot more strategic. I mean, a lot of people don't know that like if you're a real estate investor, you should be paying little to nothing in taxes. Taxes, right. Effects tax rate should be zero. A lot yeah. of people are like, well, I have a high W-2. There's nothing I can do in taxes. Like I can save you a third off the top oh, of your sure. W-2 right now, right? Like you can right. establish stuff with private foundations that can also make investments and how those investments can get structured appropriately so they fit inside of the 501c3 guidelines, allow you to pull a salary out of your own 501c3 right. so it cash flows to you and never pay tax on it. There's just all of these tools that nobody knows about 
or, or you do know about it, but maybe you know like one piece of the puzzle, the other piece of the puzzle. And all we've done is said, great, we're going to smash everything together underneath one roof where we don't outsource anything. Everything is all now. So there's one brain that controls everything and we know the full gamut of what's going on. So it takes all the thinking out of the equation. We can be like, you just need to study this, this, and this. And then tell me, does that make sense to you? If it does, great. Now give me a credit card. We'll go implement it. And then right. you're done. Within six weeks, you're going from wherever you're at now to a fully professionalized uh, and investment stack between your asset protection, estate planning, tax, and insurance. I, I, I truly believe, Scott, that People don't, you know, you'd mentioned something that people aren't aware. You know, all these laws are in place for a reason, right? There's a reason. They're there to help you. They're going to help. They're there to help you. Right. And then to protect you and to help you. uh, And the inverse is true for the other side that may be coming after you, right? And I just think. Not if you're smart. Right. If you're smart, they only help you. They can't. They won't even. (laughs) They don't have anything. You're not even going to get the correspondence if they're smart. That's right. They're going to talk to you. Now, the laws don't help the other people if you're smart. If you're smart, the laws only help you. And that's exactly what I'm saying is I think everybody who hears this, uh, they're they're hearing it for a reason, right? There's a reason they're here hearing it. And and they, they clicked on the podcast because they wanted to know there's no reason not to move forward with contacting you. There, there's not a reason. So uh, I can't find one. I don't one. think so. I've literally I can't find one. like the easiest possible thing to be like, I will just give you all of my secrets. If you want books? Right. I have free books. Right. If you want videos? I got free videos. Like, if you don't, it's just please take a lot some of action. You, yeah. know? you don't even have to say that much. I mean, the average yeah. person that comes in when is only doing two hours of education before they're like, okay, cool. I get it. This oh, 100% makes sense. Wow. I know yeah. that how this is going to go. Because the majority of what happens is through that six weeks time of us building it, we're co-building it with you. So you're chunking in all the knowledge with actual physical work, which is the right. best way to learn. So you only need about two hours of theory education to really understand like it's what are we accomplishing and why. Yeah. And then it's like a, your six weeks build is your best possible masterclass. That's where you're working side by side with right. the professional paralegal teams, the CPAs, the MBAs, the insurance specialists to be able to dial in. How does, how does this exactly work for my situation and why does it work for my situation there? And then that's where you're going to get the high level execution right. along with the high level education without any of the fat, right? It's just right. exactly what you need to know. And the way we tee it up, right, is because we are in the business of making more money as all of our client base is making more money. So what we also will map out is like when you get to this next level or as part of our yearly review, we'll say, great, this is the next level in which you need to do something different. So you know where you're going to be at now and you're going to know, oh, cool, here's the triggers, for like when I actually need to be more cognizant about like, what am I doing in my asset protection, my estate planning, my insurance, my taxes, what kinds of investments that I'm entering into. And I think what people really love about it is it gives them a very specific plan. It takes yeah. all the guesswork out of what yeah. do I need to do? And I know like, cool, I'm good now. Here's exactly what I need to do for the future. In the meantime, I don't need to do anything besides the one thing that nobody else is going to do for me, which right. is make money, right? Yeah. That's the only thing we can't do for you is like actually take money and shove it in your pocket. But we've handled everything else. It's definitely the symbiotic relationship I think every investor needs. Scott, it has been in, uh, not only enlightening, like I said, I feel much smarter, uh, but it, it's been a joy. Um, any last words, thoughts? I'll let you have the last word. Oh, thanks, Tim. I would say to everybody out there is, you know, life is about living a great life, right? 
And it, and for most of it, it's about either like having fun, connecting with the people we care about and spending time with our families. And what I've seen over the course of the last nine years being solely focused on wealth building through real estate and what are the most efficient and effective ways to be able to accelerate paths to financial freedom um, is that the great life that you're looking for is on the other side of freedom. Nice. And that yeah. it, whether whatever place that's going to be, whatever it is you want to like, it's on the other side of freedom. And what I would love for you to do is just to reach out to us at royallegalsolutions.com, click get a price at the top of the page, fill out the quiz, allow us to start the process of helping educate you and joining in our community so that we can show you how we can take that timeline to freedom from whatever it is now, we can chop that thing in half. I mean, we've been doing it for like nine years now. And wow. so we'd love to be able to do that for you. And all you have to do is go to royallegalsolutions.com, click get a price at the top of the page and uh, fill out that quiz. Scott, it's been great having you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again. Yeah, this is great. Thanks, Tim. Have a great day. You too, brother. Bye-bye.